Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Unfiltered with Adrian. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe and share this message to anyone that you feel could use it today. Um, today's topic is going to be covering friendships and how to determine if you have a healthy friendship or a toxic friendship, and basically how you can move forward in those friendships that aren't really benefiting you. So stay tuned. If you Like I said, if you haven't done so already, subscribe because there is going to be more content coming available soon. And I want you to keep updated on that. So thank you for supporting me. Thank you for tuning in. And here we go. All right, guys, I want to thank you so much again for tuning in today. And the reason that I chose to go over this topic of friendships today is because I see so many people, including myself, struggle through friendships and not really understanding sometimes why things don't go as planned. You know, um, in adult friendships, it's, it's really hard because so many people have priorities, different priorities, whether it be children, work school hobbies or whatever your days consist of sometimes friendships can kind of fade into the background of those priorities so i'm going to do my best to try to cover some of the signs of a healthy friendship and the signs of a toxic friendship today now before i get started into that i want to kind of give a shout out to my aunt nicole She recently published a book called Polished Conversations. You can find it on Amazon. Uh, I'm not sure if it's listed anywhere else, but I know for sure it is on Amazon. And there is a page in here that I want to read from. And the title starts with uh, Fading Friendships. It's on page 103, if you ever do get the chance to read it. Um, And it just says that, I was once asked, why do good friends grow apart after being close for many years? My response is that relationships change over time, and it's key to know when relationships need to change. Even the closest of friendships go through transition, and people change, priorities change, situations change, and we are often forced to shift. Unfortunately, not everyone in your circle will be able or willing to shift accordingly. Not all of your friends will identify with the different stages in your life, and this often causes disunion. Don't feel bad or guilty about the transition. You know, there's a season for everything, and sometimes certain relationships are good for only a season. So just cherish the memories and always respect them for once being an intricate part of your life. Now, on the other hand, there are some relationships built to last. And although the relationship shifts, it will withstand the test of time. Mature, authentic, lasting relationships take work, though. You all must be very intentional about nurturing the friendship. And none of us seem to have much time nowadays to get together one-on-one, but it's also important to try to invest some time for each other every now and then. The good thing about mature relationships is that even though things may start to look a little different, and time together may be limited, everyone is involved enough to accept it and know that it's still solid. So as long as the friendship continues to uplift you and bring you some joy, and everyone is willing to be flexible in their expectations, you should treasure it and hold on to it because true friendships are a rare gift. Now, if that doesn't say a mouthful, I don't know what does because those kind of genuine friendships are really hard to find and most of you have experienced that. 
most of us understand that real is hard to come by. So with that being said, I wanted to just kind of go over some of the signs that you could be in a toxic friendship. Now, before I also do that, one thing that is always key in having a successful and healthy friendship in another person is that you are also self-aware and you know that you're able to understand what you bring to the table and what your toxic traits may be or just who you are in a friendship with another person because ultimately that can determine the strength of the friendship as well. So to start off with, just some signs to go over and this could relate to a person that you call a friend or it could also possibly relate to you. Maybe you're the person in your friendship that is toxic. So just listen to some of these signs and determine what it is or who it is that this could pertain to. Um, the first one is that a, a, a toxic trait is that people tend to be really prideful and with that comes the the difficulty in apologizing when they are wrong. You know, if you have someone who may have said something and maybe they didn't intend for it to come out a certain way or you they didn't know that it was going to affect you the way it did or negatively, but they're just not really seeing any wrong in what they did and don't feel like an apology is going to be really necessary, that is definitely a sign of a toxic friendship. You don't want to be on the other end of someone who constantly doesn't see the error in their ways and will do things to you that might hurt you, but they don't see that as their problem. That's your problem. You need to figure it out. You know, maybe there's something going on with you, but you know, you're tripping. Those are, that's the kind of things that these people will do to you and turn it around and make it Make it seem like you're crazy or you, you're you overreacting. That is toxic. Another thing is when a person doesn't try to understand where you are coming from in a situation. Now, say you and a person do communicate, you know, that there's a problem somewhere down the line and they are just stuck and determined to prove you wrong. You know, they don't care what you have to say. I'm right, you're wrong, there's nothing you can do about it. That's kind of their attitude towards situations that you address with them. That's toxic. Now, um, this is an obvious one. A person that isn't trustworthy, like maybe you told someone something in confidence and they told your secret to other friends or shared private things that you hadn't, you know, really given them permission to speak on. Those are the type of people that you kind of want to you want to keep a close eye on them now these not they're not necessarily always bad people like you know they don't always come off as seeming like this horrible person and they're probably not but that people make mistakes and you have to be mindful of what you are surrounding yourself with so if you feel like you cannot trust a person you might want to limit the time that you spend around them The more access you give them to your life, the more they can share that access with other people. Now, freeloaders, these are going to be the people that take advantage of your generosity. Maybe you did a favor for them one time and, you know, they appreciated it. You were looking out for them. You really genuinely care about them and you want to see them doing good. 
but they're constantly making mistakes or constantly getting themselves into situations and then leaning on you to help them or, you know, kind of bail them out every time. Or maybe they just are the person that comes and crashes on your couch for a week and eats up all your food and then goes home and is like, all right, we'll do this again tomorrow. Either way, that type of a friendship is kind of toxic in the sense that it's really draining for you. Now, um, another toxic characteristic or trait is a person who is really gossipy. You know, like people who talk about other people or talk about things that, you know, aren't really beneficial to you or your growth. They can tend to discuss you as well behind your back with other people. You know, that's not always the case, but I feel like if you can talk to me about that person or this person and they're kind of, you know, close to you or us, what would make me think that I am any different when you are with them? You know, like you could be discussing me or my you know, things that I don't even know you feel about me. You could be feeling that and telling other people. Those are not the type of people that you want to associate with or spend too much time, you know, around. And those are also not necessarily bad people, but it's just you have to protect yourself sometimes. And those things can lead to so many difficulties in friendships. And that's something that I personally have dealt with and it's not healthy it's not healthy for you or the other people so be mindful of that and then someone who is always unhappy you know like maybe this person is just down on their luck or they're just having a hard time but they're not really transitioning to the it gets better part of their situation so every time you're around them, you know, maybe they had a bad breakup and that's all they talk about is this bad breakup and it was so horrible and I hate him and they just go on and on. You know, that kind of drains the energy and the positive energy in the group of people that you surround yourself with and it could come off as being very toxic. It kind of makes people want to distance themselves away from you, you know, A good friend wants to be there and support you, but you also do have to take into accountability what you're bringing to the table. So if you're bringing negativity to the table, you're going to get negativity in return. Um, Another thing is people who are constantly full of drama all the time. They might be always into it with someone or... Oh, they've just got all of these things going on in life that aren't really getting them to a a higher level in their lives. You know, it's keeping them in this stage of dysfunction. Those type of people, you know, they don't necessarily bring that to your life unless you are really close with them. You might have to hear about these conversations. They might want you to join in on the drama and you know, then you're stuck in this bubble of having to deal with their drama when it really didn't pertain to you or might be something that could have been avoided. You know, it's just not fair to you to have to constantly deal with someone else's problems and take them on as your own. So keep those kind of people at a distance, love them from a distance. You know, they're not, like I said, 
toxic traits don't always mean that a person is bad. It's just something that doesn't fit into your life. Something that you can't grow from. It's not a growing environment if you are around these things constantly. Now, another thing is people who overtalk you. You know, you might be having a conversation with someone and you want to just get a point across, but you can't because there's someone who is constantly cutting you off and speaking over you. They don't really care what you have to say. They're not interested in, you know, listening to your side or any details from you. They want to get their point across and that's that. Those kind of people... Sometimes they don't even realize that they're doing it. And, you know, it's something that you can bring to their awareness and have them be mindful of. But if it's a repetitive behavior, then you might want to steer clear from those type of situations. Um, people who are really judgmental or even sometimes not really open minded. Now, for me, this is kind of just like a personal one for me. Because I feel like a person who is overly judgmental cannot possibly love themselves. Because nine times out of ten people who discuss other people or are judgmental or overcritical over things that don't necessarily affect them have low self-esteem. And I could get into that, but that might have to come on, you know, another podcast. Stay tuned. That's why you got to subscribe. But I just feel like that doesn't benefit anyone in a friendship to constantly discuss what other people have going on in their lives. Or as far as not being open-minded, like maybe you have certain beliefs beliefs, and another person is not open to understanding that. That's not healthy. You know, I don't always agree with everyone who I am friends with or the things that they do, but... I respect that that is who they are, that's what they do, and you can either take it or leave it, but don't be closed-minded to what other people have to bring to the table or who they are. Now, um, another obvious one is a liar. This is an obvious toxic trait, and you can pick up on this immediately. I mean, sometimes people pretend well, so it's kind of difficult to determine if a person could be telling the truth or not, if they're really trustworthy, but you, you can tell by signs. Like, people give you an energy. You can feel a vibe, and that's what we call our gut instinct. When you have a gut instinct that someone is not being honest with you or maybe you approach them about a situation and they claim their innocence, but you've got proof that, you know, this is, you're obviously lying. You know, like those kind of people, they don't have your best interest at heart because someone who truly and genuinely loves and cares for you is going to be honest with you always. They don't have anything to hide. They don't feel like they have a reason to hide anything. They just, they can be honest with you and be open with you. Those are the people that you would want over a liar. Now, this is one that I personally struggle with. I know for sure that this is one of my toxic traits is being really stubborn. You know, 
I've been working on it, but sometimes that ego and that pride gets in the way of me being able to openly communicate exactly how I feel about certain situations and can lead to me feeling kind of resentful or bitter towards a situation or maybe a person about something that I could have easily communicated with, you know, with them about and solved a simple solution. But people who have a lot of pride tend to be stubborn and don't want to budge on how they feel about a situation a situation or maybe you hurt their feelings maybe you did something and you didn't even know you did it and instead of communicating that with them you were just like "Mm, well I'm not gonna you know really mess with you or talk to you because I'm upset that you did this even though you don't know what you did you know I I literally have done that and I it's been happening to me a lot too so I totally understand how that can be toxic if you are that person don't be that person open up communicate honestly like a lot of people are so stubborn that they they don't communicate how they honestly truly feel you could have had a bad break up with a friend or whatever and you really feel sad about it and instead of communicating that with them you put all this anger out and you become bitter about the situation and you making subliminal Facebook posts or whatever the case may be, that is not going to solve anything. Trust me. I know I'm the subliminal post queen and anybody who is on my Facebook, y'all know I do it. Y'all do it. I see everybody do it. It's not healthy y'all. Okay. As adults, we should be able to communicate by now. So open your mouth, speak up and say how you feel. Now, these people, whoo, if this ain't my husband, mm, honey, people that only listen to respond. Oh, Lord Jesus. This is one of my triggers. Okay, I'm going to be honest. This is one of my triggers. People who only listen to respond are, they don't have any intention on understanding where you're coming from. These people, they're, they're listening but they're listening to the to the parts that they want to respond to or react to. And it might not even be the point that you're really even trying to get across. And ultimately, it leaves you feeling upset or angry because why aren't you listening to me? And you don't want to feel those type of vibes with your friends within your friendship. So try to have open communication, try to have good communication and listen to what another person is trying to tell you before you're instantly quick to react. Now, another thing that I struggle with, and you know, this is, it, it it's kind of difficult as being an adult, because like I said before, we all have priorities and sometimes priorities cause us to be inconsistent. Now, you make time for who you want to make time for. You make time for what you want to make time for. So being inconsistent is not an excuse for having priorities. But if, you know, priorities get in the way and things come up, that's something different. However, a person who you regularly communicate with, say you guys make plans like at least once a week or you try to always get out and go do something oh let's go to the park let's you know let's take our kids to the park or let's go shoot some hoops or whatever the case may be but the other person comes up short or maybe they you know don't 
live up to what your expectations or your standards were, that person, you know, they, they don't necessarily mean any harm, but at the same time, they're not putting enough energy and effort into something that might be important to you, which is their time. So that can leave you feeling, you know, questioning, like who, where do you stand in this person's life? Like, who am I to you? What kind of a friend do you see me as? And those are ambivalent relationships. Any relationship that you have to question where you stand in someone's life is ambivalent. And I just really, you know, that's something I also struggle with is always questioning. And then I tend to turn it back on myself. Like, okay, am I overthinking this? Or is this, you know, am I feeling this way for a reason? And that also goes back to having a gut instinct. You kind of got to just go based off your gut. And in some cases, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. But if you never say anything, you'll never know. So speak up for how you feel. Now, people who don't support you. This one is is kind of difficult because it is a toxic trait that a lot of people have but it's it's something difficult because as much as we want our friends to support us and as excited as we get about certain things and we want them to jump on and be on board for it they might not necessarily have the same passion for these things as you do And if they don't jump on board to support you, it could be definitely toxic in the sense that they don't care enough about what's important to you to also, you know, support you in it. Now, with my podcast, I went out on a limb. This is, you know, this is all new to me, but it's something that I wanted to do because I feel passionate about helping other people. So by me asking someone to share this, you know, support me, share this, get the word out, whatever it might be. If your friends can't do something simple as that, then, you know, how important are you to them? How about you don't need their support? I know you want their support, but you don't need it. And honestly, I I heard a really good... I guess analogy is what you call it from Trent Shelton, one of my favorite influencers. He said that the sometimes the reason why your friends don't always jump up to support you is because they're too close to you. And he said, if you hold a dollar bill up and you got your best friend standing right there, right smack in front of you, they're not going to see that dollar bill. They're too close. It's not until you remove yourself from it that you can see its true value. And that's probably why more people who are strangers will support us before our own family or friends. And you know, that's okay. As long as you are getting support from somewhere, cherish those people because you know, they're ultimately gonna get you to the next level of whatever it is that you're trying to get to. Now we have pessimistic type of people and I call these people dream killers. Like, just think about in the last six months, any good news that you had or anything, anything that you were just really excited about, maybe you went to go share it with a friend and 
you expected them to get really excited with you? Like, did they match your energy? Were they just as excited as you? Or did they start asking those dream killing questions? Like, let's say I just bought a new car, you know, nice 2018 car, 2019, whatever. And, uh, you know, obviously maybe you're paying a note on it. Who cares? You just bought a new car. You're really excited about it. It's something that you needed for you and your family to be able to get around. And you're happy to finally have the stress off of you of not having reliable transportation. Well, if you have a friend that's just like, oh, you know, it's nice. But how much are you paying on it? Can you afford that? Are you sure that was a good idea? You know, those are dream killer questions, and those are from generally pessimistic people who don't always have your best interest at heart. Now, it might be an envy thing. It might be a little jealousy of, oh, they got a nice new shiny car, but I don't. So, hmm. you know, those kind of people that have those envious spirits, you definitely want to stare clear from because jealousy is super toxic and we all know that we all know that now in saying that you know another type of toxic trait that could tie into jealousy is when one friend gets upset at you for maybe spending time with another friend or maybe that you even just have other friends I've dealt with this too I've been in friendships where You know, this person didn't really know this other person or maybe they didn't really like this other person for whatever reason. And they get really upset at you for spending time with these people more than them. That, you know, that's not healthy because if you think about how that person is viewing these friendships that are beneficial to you, jealousy is never, it's never a good thing. And so that could leave that person being bitter with you or being resentful towards you and acting out of character with you or doing things towards you that might hurt you because they want you to feel how they feel. They're not happy, so they want you to feel happy. Misery loves company. You got to keep miserable people at a strong distance if you want to have healthy friendships and keep those boundaries up. Now, um, let's see. People who are always just kidding. You know, these are going to be the people who might say something real slick. Or they might insult you and say, oh, girl, stop tripping. I was just playing. I was just kidding. You ain't even got to take it that serious. You Now you're overdoing it. These type of people, they know what they're doing. And they know how they meant it. But at the same time, they don't want to deal with the confrontation or the conflict behind their actions. They don't want to come off as seeming like a hater. So they try to dress it up by saying they were just playing. Those type of people you spend limited time with. You spend limited time around them because the less time that you're around them, the less they could have to say. Don't share things with these people. You know, keep your good news even to yourself because they're they're probably going to be more critical of it than anything. Now, another type of another form of kind of jealousy as well is people who won't celebrate your success. 
in these type of friendships, um, maybe you just bought a new house and you're super excited. Your family has this nice new house. You get to decorate it however you want. And you're just super excited to hurry up and tell your friends like, oh my God, I finally did it. Finally accomplished one of my big goals. If they don't jump on board to hurry up and celebrate with you or tell you how proud of, you know, like I'm super proud of you. I want to come see it. Let's, you know, like, like one of my, my, one of my best friends, she just recently bought her own home and, you know, it was something that was kind of in the works for a while. Things kind of didn't happen the way that they were supposed to. So we knew that the home was coming, but once she finally got it, it was official and it was like, oh my goodness, you're finally in your crib about time what like you know what are we doing I I kind of wanted to throw her a housewarming party but you know things didn't plan out that way but if you don't have friends that are immediately excited or matching your energy you might want to ask yourselves if that is a person that you want to have in your corner now people who only really care about themselves you know, they, they, these might be people who are doing big things in their lives and they're doing great and they want you to always be there for them and celebrate their successes and here, show up to my birthday party, show up to this. But then when it comes down to something that you're passionate about and that you're doing, they don't necessarily, uh, celebrate you in the same way that you celebrated them or that they expected from you. Those are people that you also want to love from a distance, you know. There's a difference between a harsh, toxic person and a person who's just got some toxic behaviors, but they're not necessarily like this horrible friend. You still want to keep them at a distance because it doesn't really benefit you to have to deal with a one-sided friendship. Now, um... There's like, honestly, there's so many more things that I could cover as far as friendships go. But those are just some of the few things that I could come up with to discuss. Honestly, I tried to condense it down so that it wouldn't take too long because we're already at 30 minutes. But I did want to just kind of touch base on some of the important signs to look out for. So if you feel like you have anybody like that in your life who is toxic... Ask yourself, is it really worth it to stay in those friendships? You know, it's not as hard to leave friendships or leave behind people who aren't necessarily bad for us, but not helping us get to the next level as we might think. And in saying that, I also want to say that if you have really amazing friendships with people, like maybe when I was saying some of the more positive things or the opposites of these toxic things, a few people probably popped in your mind. Those are going to be the people that you want to hold in your corner and appreciate them and cherish them and let them know where they stand in your life. Because valuing those friendships is honestly going to be part of strengthening strengthening those friendships as well. Now, before I end this, I encourage you to do a little activity. And it's something that I've done myself as well. And it honestly is an eye opener. But uh, write down maybe like five or more people that you are really close with and write down their names and next to their names you can either put a d or an e 
Now, D is for dream. These are going to be the people that maybe you see their name pop up on your phone and you hesitate before answering because you don't know if you really want to have a conversation with that person. That might be a draining friendship in your life. That's just an example. But if you have people like that, write a D next to their names. Now, if you want to put an E, that stands for energize. And these are going to be the energetic people in your life. The people who mask your same energy. The people who push you to go for your dreams, your goals. They're always there to support you. And, you know, you just feel like this is a healthy relationship. You have good vibes from this person. Those people are going to be limited when you write this list. And if they're not limited, then that might be because you have already got it figured out. And, you know, you you got good people in your corner. And for that, you are truly blessed because it is rare. But, yeah, if you do that, you know, just it'll take some time to reflect on what your next move will be in those relationships Also, don't forget, like I said, some of these things could pertain to you. So self-reflection is always a key in strengthening those relationships and just strengthening yourself as a whole as well. Um, If you have any feedback about this topic that we went over today, you can leave me a message on my podcast. I will be sending out a link on Facebook. I'm still trying to work out how to share this information on other social media platforms. But, you know, for the time being, if you follow me on Facebook, go ahead and leave me a message. Tell me what you thought of the show. You know, if there was something maybe I didn't touch on that you felt would be important to go over, I can definitely always do another podcast. I also love including people. So if you ever want to join, just hit me up because I'm always going to say yes. Okay. I love dialoguing with people because it kind of bounces ideas back and forth from me to another person. And I'm here to also learn. I'm here to educate and I'm, I'm always open and willing to learn. So no, I don't have all the answers, but I do have a little bit of wisdom. And so I hope you guys could take something from this. I hope it's been a positive experience for you and an eye-opener as well. Share this, subscribe if you haven't done so, and get the message out. Thank you for tuning in and supporting me, and I can't wait to hear from you guys soon. Bye!